0: Welcome to Outside Voice Inside. In the month of April, we will explore the many phases of romance. This episode is titled Get It Together, where we examine dating in 2022 and beyond. It's all trash at this point. So grab a seat and we hope you enjoy Outside Voice Inside. Hi guys, welcome back. What episode is this? Is this episode 11? Yes,
1: master number 11.
0: Yo. Get it
1: together.
0: I'm tripping that it's 11. I had to think about that because last week was 10. Um, You guys, welcome to Outside Voice Inside. I am Tam Joyner, a J. Cole fan, Trader Joe's Shopper and a New England patriot. And my lovely co-host is going to introduce herself to everyone.
1: Sin Delano, non-traditional student, mother of the greatest twelve year old ever. and just, you know, allergy suffer from this deadly pollen in Georgia. Shout out to everyone who has hay fever fits for 30 minutes in the morning before they can even leave their bed.
0: Oh God. Because that is me. Oh, or the um, the midnight coughs when you're like, is this pollen in my throat? Yes.
1: Listen, I almost died the other night. I'm being, I'm, I'm exaggerating. But I almost died because I forgot to take my Claritin before I went to sleep. And mm-hmm. I my throat felt like it had rocks and sand in it. Mm-hmm. I, Thank God I sleep with like four bottles of water by my bedside because I have coughing spells. That's a whole nother. That's not even an episode. That's something's probably wrong with my health, but whatever. Um, Moving on. (laughs) We're going to do things a little different. Um, Normally, we would have started with what had happened was with our current events, but we're going to start with music this week. Our relationship with music this week and... (laughs) For me, I've been listening to correct me if I say his name wrong, Toro Im- Toro Imoy. Yes. Yes. So I love his music. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that he has a he goes by a pseudonym too, Les Sins. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. And I've been listening to both of those for years. Not knowing. And had no. I had no idea they were the same person. So I was listening to grind all Mm -hmm. last week, just on repeat. And, um, then I was listening to new house and let me tell you, i be playing new house at least once a week to manifest my new house, because in the song, it's like, I want a brand new house, something I can't afford. And I really do. I really do like, listen. The housing market is some bullshit and that should have actually been something in our current (laughs) events to talk
0: about. (laughs) (laughs) How trashy it is, super trashy.
1: It's trash. But I love artists who have pseudonyms and they make different genres of music because when he makes music under Les Sins, it's more of a disco house funk. Mm -hmm. And then when he makes music under Toro Imoy, there's this new genre. I had no idea. But it's called Chill Wave. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the kids did that. Y'all created that shit. But I, I'm I fucks with it. I fucks with it. Like Toro Imoy, he's never made a bad album. I love it. It's it's kind of like uh K music. I I literally yeah. love everything K Tronada puts out. So yeah. That was my relationship with music this week. What about you?
0: Um, before we move from yours, if you like that, listen to, if you ever get it to, have you ever listened to Dimitri from Paris?
1: Dimitri from Paris?
0: Yes. No. Okay. Listen to Dimitri. If you like, if you like that, you'll like Dimitri from Paris. And um, if you listen to Dimitri from Paris, look for the, he did a Playboy, um like, CD. is like for the Playboy Mansion or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. Really? It's my favorite one, but it's like old school. It's like 70s type of like disco-y. He does like a lot of disco house kind of stuff. So you would like Dimitri from Paris.
1: I love, like seriously, my favorite genre of music when I was a kid was disco and funk. I love that shit. So then when I found out that house mixed in, I was just like, I'm in heaven and I need to live wherever they play this music all the time.
0: <laughs> well, what what you'll find, and we're gonna talk about this one is music month, black music month, um, about how house music is really a, uh derived from disco music. Like yes. it, it it house was born from disco music, but that's in June. So we'll talk about that when when that comes around. So it's coming. Yes, because uh, you know, I could go talk for days about house music and all of that stuff so um so as far as my um relationship to music so like okay we all love lucky day Mm -hmm. yes you want a a grammy congratulations lucky day but um the song over that is very popular now Of course, it was made popular in all types of ways that you hear it on the radio all the time. The children on TikTok have run it into the ground. But I was telling Nisha today when I was, I said, I don't think that I understood the song until I really listened to the lyrics. Mm -hmm. And I was telling her, I said, you know, when I hear the song and he was like the line when he says, you keep calling me back. My understanding was like, not that somebody was literally calling him, but like you know, your presence was bringing me back. But then, yes. in the second half of the hook, he says, "My phone keeps ringing over and over because you keep calling me back." And so, yes, I, I, so it makes it it makes the 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 song different. It means something different,
1: yes, depending
0: on which half you really focus on. So, like that, you focus on the first half. We keep getting back together and we're very toxic for one another yes but then in the second half when he was like and my phone keeps ringing over and over because you keep calling me back well it's he's basically saying i am calling you and you're returning my phone it keeps happening because you keep calling me back you're calling my phone because you're returning my phone calls and you shouldn't because we should not be together so i was like I was like, my God, Lucky, you have taken me through a whole emotional storm. Now that every time I hear the song, I'll be in the car, like having a whole, like I'm listen, having a whole moment. And Lucky Day
1: needed to listen to our less. I promise not to call. I promise yes. not to call you,
0: but you got to promise not to call, call me either. Yeah, Because if yeah. you call
1: me, then I'm going to call you back.
0: Yes. And that's, and it was like, because when he, I was listening to the song and I was singing, Over and over, and he was like, and I was like, wait, and you the phone over and over because you keep calling me back, bitch. What? So you are telling me, stop calling me because I have no self control. Control. I will call you back. I will call you back. And I was like, holy smokes! I was like, have the children figured this out yet? Because the old lady just figured it out. But have have the children? (laughs) Have the children figured it out? Did the children know? And they weren't telling the old people. And so it took the old people a little bit longer to figure it out.
1: No, I think the older, the older, some of us get, you know, we're more romantical. We're like, oh,
0: her soul
1: is calling to him. No, he's saying, I have no self-control. Like, please, like let it go. Just stop calling. But you, another way to look at that is, oh, you just want the last word, lucky day. Okay. I see you.
0: Maybe the whole song is just, but you know, if you know me and Nisha, and I don't know if I've ever said this to you, I say it to Nikki all the time that tamra loves a fuckboy anthem. So, you know, those are always my favorite goddamn songs. Like, come on, any, anything Brett Fias does, it's like Brett Fias does is the fuckboy yes. music. And for, I love it.
1: <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, Nisha is Tamara's sister. I'm and sorry. Nisha and I have made peace <laughs> with the fact that we love lucky day and buddy and they are some fuck niggas yes we've made peace with
0: this yes you have to kind of accept that about yourself and then just (laughs) it's all right (laughs) it is all right but that's it for um my relationship to music but we're gonna move into what had happened was and i think that sin wants to talk about our little friend Look, because they're my friend in my head.
1: <laughs> I do.
0: I do. She's
1: like, I'm not even going to be like, she's auntie. Like, this is my friend in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a boss bitch. Okay. Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson. You motherfuckers acted a goddamn fool when you were questioning her. And she still came out on top. Like y'all were so fucking disrespectful to this woman. (laughs) She did not deserve not even an ounce of the disrespect. And again, I'm going to say I'm celebrating this win because Tamara, you know, my recent events. And for those who are listening, I was recently given an outstanding an amazing opportunity to work with this company. And because of my history, my work history, the CEO who hired me was just like, you haven't been doing yourself any justice as far as these titles that you've been, like, why are you applying for these jobs? Like, she was like, I'm not saying they're beneath you, but so I'm gonna help you out. And they put me in a role that I had said to Tamara a year ago, I'm working to get to this and beyond. And this woman was like, I'm here to empower other women. So we're gonna make you our director of business operations. I, seeing Ketanji Brown Jackson get this title of Supreme Court Justice I just hope she gets in there. It's not gonna be easy for her because it's a still a very hostile environment. Even some of the people that did vote for her, they don't want her in there, but they, they wanna be on the right side of history. And that's why it was 53 to 47. Mm-hmm. And then motherfuckers, them 47 motherfuckers who know she is more qualified to do the job than even them. They're just nasty ass human beings, period. Mm-hmm. I don't care if anybody listening to this is related to them in some way, shape or form, but to purposely hold out on giving someone a position that you know they're qualified for. Come on, that's nasty as fuck. Mm -hmm. But that's the history of our country, right? It is, it is, it is. It is. So I will be on a high. I'm not letting anybody destroy my happiness and joy that I have gotten from her receiving this position because yes, while we know the United States government is corrupt and crooked as fuck.
0: Some hot shit.
1: (laughs) I look forward to the day when that starts to change significantly. And I'm being very intentional when I say the word significantly. I know that probably won't happen in my lifetime right but hopefully my daughter will reap the benefits of supreme court
0: justice Katanji brown jackson being in the house you said in the house and i immediately wanted to sing the theme song from the ll huja show good god <laughs> that's terrible of me but i did i wanted to be like in the house okay
1: or you know kanye would be appropriate we in the motherfucking house oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so you know for the look for the younger people that are listening please go and uh, um look up ll cool j in the house it's a whole last tv show so uh reminisce with me um so my you went we- on Yes. Moving on. So my, what had happened was, is about, um, I'm going to give her a title, uh, the murderess, Courtney Taylor. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call her. The mur- murderess. Courtney Taylor, who's a, uh, 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 she's supposed to be like an only fan star. Like, okay, I get it. Um, this is the young lady who uh, murdered her boyfriend in their apartment um, who was not arrested? Who was not held by the police? Wasn't charged with anything? Um, and she returned to her home. And according to uh, subscribers to her OnlyFans, is that she went live on her OnlyFans after she murdered, after she murdered him, and she still had blood on her body. So um, I think, yeah, I think it's really disgusting. Like somebody put up like a video clip, and I was like, I'm disgusted. I'm not gonna watch it. But um, she murdered. A young man by the name of Christian Toby, and I'm going to try to not butcher his last name, Obum Selly. Um, they were boyfriend and girlfriend. They moved from Texas to South Florida together. Um, and the huge thing about the story about the murderous Courtney Taylor is that she is a white woman and Christian is a black man. So that makes the the story a little bit um, questionable, especially the way that she was handled by the police in South Florida, that she pretty much was able to go home and there were no answers given and no charges filed. And according to the police, they're doing an investigation. Now, normally what you would see about this time is that normally you see a lot of Black women rallying to get justice for Christian, Um, we would be marching, we would be petitioning, we would be (laughs) harassing the shit out of Courtney Taylor. But you will see this time that Black women are rather silent. And they're silent for a particular reason. See, what had happened was, Uh. Christian um, doesn't really feel positively about Black women. he wanted to be peaceful with his white woman and that he had been on social media saying lots of disparaging things about black women um he don't like us excuse me he didn't like us
1: oh, oh.
0: and oh. because he didn't like us he didn't like us in life so we're not gonna help him in death Oh. it's very simple it just is what it is. If you didn't fuck with me before, why should I be fucking with you now? It's just
1: sorry. Sorry to this man.
0: I do not know who he is. Yeah, I just yeah. Look, Kiki Palmer. Sorry to this man. <laughs> I do not know. I don't know him either. I don't. But I just. It's kind of one of those situations. Black women have been going going hard for. Black men that have been murdered, police brutality. We put our mm-hmm. heart and soul in that shit all the goddamn time. And in turn, y'all niggas hate us. So for those of you that hated us, I can't help you. What do I look like helping someone? Like, let's, let's just take this out of whole communities. Let's make this personal. If you hate me, why in the hell would I help you? You could be broke down on the side of 285. I'm not stopping. You hate me. I'm not helping. But you. you, you know what? There are people
1: in the world who feel like death absolves people of all the terrible things they've done. And I think that it's silly because we pick and choose when it comes exactly. to that, because don't nobody give a fuck about Hitler. Correct. When he died, people rejoiced, right? Right so but when it comes to like normal people right we we are told to extend grace like well they're dead you can't speak ill of the dead i've never i've legit never in my life heard anybody say anything good about hitler right so and i'm not advocating for hitler i'm not like fuck that nigga too but Why can't people understand that as much as people have strong feelings about what Hitler did, you have to understand it. You don't have to commit genocide for people to feel that strongly about you. You could just be a fucking asshole. Correct. Period. Like there are tons of people that if they died today, and this is going to sound really terrible, like it's not going to move me right because if you have mistreated me in any type of way and that was we ain't never reconciled we never forgave each other for whatever had happened why should my feelings change overnight
0: and that's and that's the thing is that you know that's not real i mean here's the thing before y'all got into this dispute or argument or whatever and before she stabbed you you still wasn't fucking with black women in those moments right so 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 the the idea that y'all would want us to rally around somebody who didn't like us that's like, I mean, literally, that's like you asking me to help a white supremacist. I can't do it. Yeah, I can not do on it. my bucket list. Yeah, it's not on my bucket list either. So like, I don't, you ain't have no love for black women at all. And black women are not gonna throw themselves on the sword or in front of the bus for you when you didn't really fuck with us from the start. So I, you know, prayers and thoughts to his family. I am so sorry that this happened to him. Uh, this should be handled in a different way. She shouldn't have been able to leave that jail because if the situation Mm-mm. was reversed, he would be in jail charged with murder and no t- and no bail.
1: But let's keep it funky. Would he have even made it to the jail? He
0: That's killed a, a, a white, white woman. woman. That's what I'm saying. So w- I'm sorry. Hypothetically, y'all. Hypothetically. So so the thing is that it's it's already been handled horribly, but yeah. you know, and I hope that they get the justice that they seek. I just won't be giving my two dollars to help them get it. No, I just won't. And I mean, you know, I don't take pleasure in saying that because I feel like this is a horrible, like a horrible situation. It is. But I can, you know, all I can do is, you know, Hail Mary, full of grace. That's all I can do. Is oh, God
1: damn roof. But dating. Hey, you never yeah. you never know what you're gonna get with dating. And, no, you
0: don't.
1: You know, that's that's what today's episode, this week's episode is about it. Dating.
0: Like, you, get, do, you it like, do you see my face? Do you see my face?
1: Listen, I I know if we said it once, we said it thrice and some more. The dating pool is disgusting as fuck. It has piss shit and all kinds of other bodily fluids. But I just, why is it here? Why is the dating pool contaminated like this? Like, I have had friends who have encouraged me to get back out there and date. Date what? I Listen, I was separated, not legally, because in Georgia, you cannot legally separate from your significant other at all, not at any time. So no, regardless, re, yeah. Okay, so y'all, marriage laws, divorce laws, they change by state. So in California, you can get a legal separation. Mm-hmm. And you're allowed to go on and live your life as you please. Right? But in the state of Georgia and many other states, you cannot get a legal separation. You are still married, considered married. So if you start a relationship with someone else, regardless of whatever you have told yourself, it is illegal to do that. Are y'all listening? Cheating, adultery is illegal in the state of Georgia. If you didn't know, now you know, okay?
0: I laugh because, you know,
1: it just is in the state of Georgia It is illegal. If you are getting divorced and it is proven that you have committed adultery because you're dating someone other than the person you're married to, the person who is suffering from that gets more money. Your children get more child support. bro it's listen marriage is an institution it is a legally binding contract Contract.
0: that's what i was about to say yes it's a binding contract
1: so when we talk about dating and people act like marriage is the same as dating no the fuck it's it's not it's not listen you're not legally bound to any fucking body when you're dating no and you know there's this this saying that some people go i'm single until i'm married as terrible as a statement that is and most people use it in order to fuck around with whoever they want to Correct. until they get married which most people who do that they still be fucking around once they get married legally that is true yeah you're single until you're married mm-hmm. which makes dating you know depending on where you are dating is different. And me personally, I wasn't too keen on, even though me and he who shall not be named were separated for years. I didn't think that it was okay to like get into any relationships that were going to develop. And we're not, me and you, Tamara, we're not in an age where most people are still doing this for shits and giggles. Like right. there is an agenda and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I didn't make space for that because if I'm still legally married, our relationship, no matter how much you love me, it can only go so far. Right. Because polygamy is illegal in the United States of America, sir.
0: Man. Right. Even though people try to act like it's not, but okay.
1: Like it, regardless of whether Voldemort is in my life or not if i am still legally married to him i cannot marry anybody else correct unless i want to break the law and frankly
0: ain't nobody out there worth me breaking that kind of law oh girl stop for the preach where's the um where's the um collection plate i need to throw some the coins in there for you
1: so dating isn't, you know, it's not that appealing, especially when you have to tell everybody, you know, I'm still married. It's, it, it knocks well, the wind out of the whole situation. Well,
0: that, I mean, but that's because, you know, most people lie about it.
1: <laughs> yes, they do. They act like they're not yeah. attached or, to anyone.
0: Or, you know, you have the single married people. So that's a whole nother conversation, though. Those Listen. are the people I meet on dating apps. The single married people.
1: As far as dating, you know our last episode was about friends with benefits and casual sex. And I feel like in in some instances, when you're just cool as fuck and the person you're fucking with is cool as fuck too, that does progress to dating. You guys do eventually end up dating and it, it becomes a committed situation. <laughs> but There's still ground rules that have to be laid because some people think that how they behave when they were friends with benefits and having a casual sex relationship, they can just transfer that over to dating and just add a title. They don't have to adjust, they don't have to change anything. And that's the whole purpose of this episode being called Get It Together. Because what, y'all, seriously, what the fuck are we doing when it comes to dating?
0: Baby. What are we doing? Baby i have camera i have no idea i have <laughs> you no idea.
1: Have, you have dated way more than me in the last 12 years i was
0: like have i
1: yes <sighs> yeah you have
0: i guess i have
1: you don't don't play
0: i mean i'm not i'm not playing it's just you know i i think that dating <laughs> dating nowadays you know I'm in a different age bracket like when I first moved to Atlanta I was in my late 20s so you know dating in Atlanta was trash then but it was less Mm -hmm. trash than it is now like you know when I first moved to Atlanta it was like everybody wanted to see everybody and I wasn't in a space where like I wanted to be in a serious relationship so I would you know I'm here I'm there I'm all Mm -hmm. over the planet with lots of people like you know I was all over the place, which was fine. It was fun. Um, but, you know, when it was time to to get serious, you know, I always tell people this, I've never had a serious relationship with anybody who is in Georgia. Um, when I was with, you know, LeBron moved from L- from L.A. He came from California to Atlanta
1: oh that's right i didn't meet
0: him here he we he flew he came here from california and we were together um you know Skeletor lives in another state
1: that's right i think so i think i dated people here let's get this clear i lived here for about 16 years before i moved back to california and I had only dated, like this is, we had a conversation. We were a committed couple, three people. One, I ended up marrying. But the other two, they were from Georgia. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Georgia boys are- Are, are different, they're different. I, th- I give you this. Because they're usually hella family oriented, mm-hmm they will adore the hell out of your ass for the few minutes they're not cheating on you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> There's some fucking cheaters.
0: Yo. I remember I mean, I, it, It's it, Here's the thing. I always tell people that it's people who don't know the makeup of the city of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, when I was uh, uh, dating the last one, uh, we'll call him Triple D because that's where his name is in my phone. <laughs> um, when I was dating Triple D, you know, he lived all the way in Tucker. And I'm here. That's a drive. And I'm here in Cobb County. And 285 in the evening is terrible. Like, so I always tell people, like, depending on where the person lives, you could be in a long distance relationship and still be in the Atlanta metro area. Because... Mm-hmm you know like I'm not I live in Cobb County I live on the edge of the city uh the city of Atlanta I live near um look I live where I am is Atlanta thank you Amaretta um (laughs) but, (laughs) but like if somebody approached me and they said that they lived in like Lawrenceville oh I can't date you Cause Lawrenceville, from where I am, Lawrenceville is South Carolina. From where I am, like it's it's literally it an hour. Way? Yeah, it's literally like an hour away in Atlanta traffic. So you know the reason why I feel like people in that men in Atlanta or people I'm not even gonna say it to men people in Atlanta can cheat is mm-hmm. because they got people all over town that don't live nowhere near each other and oh, yeah. never ever find out about each other. So. Dating in Atlanta is shitty. Just because if you're not in close proximity with that person, God only heaven help you cuz no, I
1: <laughs> I have to stop you because it's funny cuz this one has the same name as Triple D. <laughs> ha! We lived across the street from each other. Oh damn. Yeah, but this motherfucker was cheating with someone from his hometown. And I can't say the city because it will be obvious who I'm fucking talking about.
0: My God.
1: She was about four hours away.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And we had just, when I say just made it official, and she was coming up to see him and I'm in his apartment. Why is your ex here? And I can remember his play cousin was there and was just like, you can't, like, I don't want you to come out because she was there in the living room. I was in his room. She was in the living room. He hadn't got home yet. And I was so angry. I started crying. Y'all, I don't cry. So if I'm crying, like some shit is gonna go down. And the play cousin, Got me and was like, come on. I just, I I know you're upset. I felt so humiliated and stupid. Right. Especially because I was about three years older than him. How did I let this nigga play me? But this is, this is dating. Right. You know, this is dating in, it's dating whether the other one, he stayed in uh, Lithonia. And I stayed in Midtown. Midtown right off of How Mio. Baby now. Right? So it's easy. It's, it's easy to have two girlfriends because yeah. for y'all that don't know, Latonia is a smooth 20, 30 minutes away from Midtown. Yes. And it's not a pleasurable drive either. Not at
0: all. It's awful.
1: It's it's up 20. <laughs> So even if you were cheating, you have time to clean up your tracks. But again, messy. Niggas are messy because the dating pool ain't shit. Right. You leave. You have clothes from another bitch in your house. Why can't we get it together? Like, what happened to the days of cheating and not
0: wanting to get caught? Like, sincerely not wanting to get caught. Oh, because it's a badge of honor when you cheat now. It's a badge of honor. Like I have never seen more men and women talk about how they cheat on social media for everyone to see, and it may be cap. It may all be cap, but you know, for somebody like me, if you say it, I'm a believe it's true. So I'm not fucking with you. Like you, you play stupid games. You're going
1: to win stupid prizes, and your stupid prize of the day will be
0: sayonara bitch. Yeah. So I, I think that people think it is a badge of honor. I think people have decided that um men are gonna cheat anyway. Well, they're gonna cheat on you because they're not gonna cheat on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sticking around long enough to so, shit nanigans. Right. <laughs> so I here's the thing is that the, the the dating pool, I think the ideas behind dating have changed. People don't date with any intentions um anymore. Yeah. People people date it's a very much a hookup culture that is very very popular and they call it dating when it's really hooking up because you don't really give a shit about the person after y'all have sex like you could care less after the hookup it doesn't matter you don't you know and then you know now men don't even want to take you for a starbucks coffee because they don't want to spend five dollars but they want you to you know suck the dick when they spend the five dollars like it's it's everything is just All ass backwards. When you
1: said Starbucks, that reminded me, I did date somebody else. It was this cue. And here's the crazy thing about it. You said the wrong thing right there. He wasn't from Georgia, but he lived here. He was from Alabama. Just as bad. Which is pretty much the same thing. But here's the crazy thing. He hollered at me years before we even started dating. And I didn't want to talk to him because I think he had just like pledged Omega. He became an Omega and he would bark at me when he would see me. Let me tell you something. I don't care how young I am. Don't ever bark at me. Are you for real a dog? I don't want you. Go to the next one. And he would just bark and bark. And I was just like, I don't have time. And he told me that I was stuck up And I was like, if you would like to talk to me, just stop barking at me. I wasn't rude to him. I wasn't mean, nothing. Maybe about four years went by and he ended up coming to my job. And I was like, I had to be of service to him. He's at my job. I kept it professional. He was like, you're going to act like you don't know me. Of course I know who you are, but we're... You're at my job. Like, please don't make a scene.
0: This is a place of business.
1: Thank you. If I give you my number, will you call me? If it will make you leave, yes. So I did. I called him. He actually was very intelligent when he was not barking. And he asked, why didn't you talk to me? I said, because you was barking. I'm not a dog. And neither are you. I mean, technically, you're not. We went out on, he said, can I take you out on a date? He was upfront. I don't have lots of money, but I'm more interested in talking to you. So how would you like to go to Starbucks? Coffee's on me. It turned out to be one of the best dates I have ever had in my life. I think we sat at Starbucks for like four hours. We went to a Starbucks guy's house and he was very much so a gentleman. Very much so. Like we, we didn't have sex. He said He wanted me to meet his mother. He had talked to his mother about me and everything. And I was like, oh oh my, okay. So we were planning. He was like, what are you doing this weekend? He was like, you're coming with me to Alabama. You're gonna meet my family. I was like, "Oh, oh, okay. So we're together together. And he was like, yeah, you're my girl. I called, he didn't pick up the phone. I text, didn't pick up the phone. I was like, what is going on? I did not hear from him. I think two weeks went by, no return calls, nothing. He just disappeared out of my life, right? I'm confused. And I'm telling y'all this story because this is dating in Georgia. (laughs) I was on my way to catch a flight. I believe I was going out of town for one of my cousin's weddings or something. And I'm rushing because I this the chase on Camp Creek. I'm rushing to get some cash because I gotta go to hurry up, get to the airport, so I don't miss my flight. I think that's what I was doing. Anyway, um I run into this guy and all my stuff falls, his stuff falls, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, let me help you. I'm I'm in a rush. I'm in a rush. And he was like, Sunita. And I look, it's him. This is like two weeks later. And I was like, oh, fuck that. Give me my shit. And he was like, I'm going to give it to you. But let me explain. I said, I have to catch a plane. Give me my shit. I need to go. Are you going to let me explain? I said, I'm not talking to you right now. I have to catch a plane. Well, if I call you. I said, if you call me, uh, here you go. I said, listen, either you're going to call or you're not. But I got to get on a plane. I'll be back. I told him I'd be back. Don't call me while I'm out of town. You can call me when I get back if you call. He called and he said, let me tell you why I stopped calling you. I said, okay. So he gives me this long story about when he was younger, some light skinned girl treated him bad and thought she was better than him and blah, 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 blah. And he felt he had to teach me a lesson because you light skinned bitches think you're too good to get hollered at. Nigga, what? You had a four fucking year vendetta against me and you actually dated me just to break up with me like that? You're fucking crazy. I said, don't ever fucking call me again. Do you know this motherfucker had the audacity to send me a friend request on Facebook? I'm the light-skinned girl that thought she was too good for you. Why don't you just leave me the fuck alone? Why don't you leave me alone and go tend to your wife and your two children? Okay? This is dating in Atlanta, y'all. I kid you fucking not. This shit 100%
0: happened. (laughs) I just... You know, people are like, (sighs) "You've been single for a long time." Yes, I have been single for a long time. You see (laughs) why? Um, you know, the last person that I dated seriously, Triple B. Um, it he lightweight tried to ghost me at the end, like in our relationship, and then when I was like, you know. Like, it was weird because it was like he stopped calling and then was mad because I wasn't calling. And I said, and this is, I had to explain this to him. And this is like, these are things that I think are common sense. And I shouldn't have had to explain this to him or anybody. And I said, when I call, I said, why would I continue to call to thrust myself upon someone who doesn't seem to want me? You're not Excuse interested me. in seeing me. You're not interested in any conversation with me. I haven't heard from you, but you want me to continue to call you. So that is what you're asking me. Mm-hmm. Cricket. They do. And I was just like, I said, think about how much sense that makes. Why would I continue to do that? He had no words, but you—that's that was your expectation. So, you know, like, well, I stopped talking to him. And then like a few weeks later, he called me and explained his situation. Okay, I understand, but get your shit together. And then I'll holler at you. Get it together. Yeah, get your shit together. Like, I'm not finna pull up, put up with that bullshit. Get your shit together. And I just feel like, you know, I don't want this to seem like, because we're women that we're bashing men no I'm saying this is the behavior is egregious on both sides men it is it's egregious it's just terrible like it's you know I don't and I know that you know the whole thing is that get what you can like but I don't expect no man to pay my bill and we only been to Starbucks like I'm not asking this nigga for to pay my electricity like no that's not that's not a (laughs) realistic expectation and I feel like those, like some expectations that people have in dating, are very unrealistic. And yes, and I and I and I feel like I can say that as as an older woman, I can say that because I I look back at the things that I expected as a twenty year old. Oh, I was a big ass dummy. Like I was really like <laughs> a dumbass. Like really, you were young. You'd be kind to yourself. You were yes. young. Well, I, well, the thing is that. Older me can call younger me a dumbass, but I was just young and I was very inexperienced when it came to dating because, okay. I always ask people this question. What was the advice your parents gave you about dating? My mama told me, um, if you find a good one, hold on tight. That was the advice that she gave. That's not dating advice. That's not, it's it's, it's not dating advice. but at
1: least you got that. You know what my dad told me? What? It ain't nothing to tell you because you're not finna get married no time soon. So what is it to talk about? When you are of age to get married, then we can talk about dating, but that's not the deal right now. So it ain't nothing to talk about. I didn't have any
0: advice on dating. Yeah, like, I mean, in life, I don't even think, but I mean, and that's, and here's the thing is, I'm going to be very specific in my words. I asked a lot of black women in our age group not younger girls, but in Mm -hmm. our age group. And most of them said they were giving, given no advice, no whatsoever. But then I have to look at, you know, like, what was my mama going to tell me when she'd been married for her entire life? Like she, you know, what do you know? Yeah, she, she, (laughs) like she, and this is the crazy thing. My mom had the same boyfriend, like from the time she was 14 to her senior year in high school. And he went off into the military. His name was Floyd, and he was a light skinned wavy.
1: <laughs>
0: but her Judy gonna get you for telling her business. Whatever, Mama. This, <laughs> this is part of my history. Look, <laughs> but um, but she, but then you know they broke up or whatever. But she married my dad at nineteen, mm. and they stayed married. Until my she had my sister at twenty nine, and then they split up right after my sister was born, after Nisha was born. So she was thirty, single mother, thirty two kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she met my stepfather seven years later, and they've been married for thirty five years. Jesus. So
1: all she knows is being all married. she knows is being a woman I mean, let me not downplay Miss Judy like that. I don't but know no, would do but, in but the so, midnight hours
0: yeah, but, but uh, that's what I'm saying. So like, I mean, there were men that she dated before she married um William, mm-hmm. but like, oh, these men,
1: yeah, and th- I'm glad you pointed that out because my mom and dad started dating in high school. They were 16 and then they got married at 18 and they never got divorced. He just died. It'll be a year as of next week. Mm -hmm. My dad will have been 65 this year. They've been together since they were 16.
0: Right. So, so the thing is that for a lot of women in our age group, what advice were we expecting? We weren't expecting anything, and I mean, and and I always, you know, I have to tell. I used to do a blog, and the the site still exists. So if you want to go back and read some I, the old shit I that I used gonna to write,
1: tell you I was about to say before we had hotels from Jasmine. We yeah, had we had Black, black girls, girls don't, don't date. Yes, um,
0: <laughs> and I um and I started that because. I had horrible dating experiences because nobody ever told me about dating. And I always tell the story about how when I went to college and you know, I went to college with the find a good one and hold on tight. I had a crush on a dude when I was in college, my freshman year. And I didn't talk to, there's millions of black men around me. Well, not millions because I went to a PWI, but there was a lot of black men around me. I was stuck on one because my mama said, You find a good one and you hold on tight. And this man was sleeping with everybody. Everybody. And I was Community penis. And I was still batting my eyelashes because I liked him. Like that was horrible. My freshman year was a hot mess. Either way. uh, (laughs) But like when I, but my roommates, when I went to college, all of my roommates. I, li- I was the one black girl in the suite full of white girls and they brought men, niggas home left and right. It was a different one. This week it was a different one. Next week they were having the time of their lives and I was suffering in silence and I decided on that day okay, it's gonna be a smorgasbord over here. Like I'm just finna holler at any any black man that walk past me and I did just that. Like <laughs> if you talk to if you meet anybody that went to college with me, they would know that I talked to everybody all the time. Like I just but that was the thing is that I wasn't no dating shame here. I wasn't dating any of them. Like I was just, you know, I was a uh, cupcaking with a lot of people. Like, but I just <laughs> but I wasn't dating anybody, but I was having a good time. Like I wasn't, yes, but I I had I had to kind of throw away the notion that I needed to find, you know, like a lot of Black mothers sent their Black daughters to college to get their MRS degree, not a BA or a, a BFA or a BS, but an MRS. And for y'all that don't know, that is misses, as in finding you a husband when you go to college. That was what, I mean, and I, again, I'm might be older than a lot but that is truly that was the dating advice that we were given so here we are now lots of us in our age group we have our own daughters we have our own kids what have we told them
1: so you know bug is 12 and this is about the time you know Mm -hmm. that children become interested in other children. And my advice to her was, as long as the people that are interested in you and you decide you're interested in them, know where they stand with you. That's all you have to worry about. Like explore, because she did, she asked me like, what do you do if two people like you at the same time? Like, how do you choose? And I said, well, monogamy is not the only thing that you you have to choose from in life like if you want to explore that's what your youth is for do you bruh I don't do whatever you want to do just be honest that was my advice I gave her get to know these people don't be shady don't withhold information because you you want the best of both worlds but you know one person doesn't want what you want Let that person Person. go.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Don't listen. I'm not gonna lie in my past. I have been a fuck nigga. I'm not raising one though. Right. Because I know I didn't have anybody to tell me that this is right or this is wrong. I had to figure these things out on my own. So my job as her universal guardian is to enlighten her about options. That she has that's it i'm not pushing a heterosexual agenda i'm not pushing a gay agenda i'm not pushing any agenda other than i'm trying to save my child from unnecessary bullshit
0: thank you jesus because lord knows i just feel like if somebody had pulled me to the side and told me some things a lot of things would have been different in, oh, of course. Um, in my dating life. But you know, you you live and you learn. And I don't, you know, a lot of people are like, do you regret? No, I don't regret. I wish I would have done more. Like, like I'm talking like I'm in my grave. Not dead. You're I know not dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> but like, you know, I I there's a lot of things I wish I would have done in my youth. That now I find myself doing in my 40s. So it's yeah. okay. And, it, and I'm okay with that. And I have accepted that. And I hope the people around me have accepted that. It is what it is. But um, yeah, it's just, you know, dating. I feel like dating in any major metropolitan city is crappy just because of the, I feel like it's just the dynamics between the male and female communities. Like it's just... But, and this is, this is what I,
1: (laughs) it's the patriarchy and misogyny ruin it for everyone, no matter where you are, whether you're in a small town or you're in the big city, because we're always taught to behave a certain way based on our gender. When all of us have hearts, all of us have brains, all of us have emotions, the full spectrum, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. And I think this is why a lot of us have Terrible dating experiences because we're trying to operate in a box of which none of us should be in anyway. So, you know, men, boys are conditioned to get out there and sow their wild oats and experience as many women as possible because eventually you're going to find the one, and then that's who you will spend the rest of your life with. But this is how nonsensical that advice is: is if you have Spent from puberty, right? The minute, the minute you saw that something could actually come out of your dick, if you have spent since that time, up to the moment you find the one air, air quotations, the one, your behavior is not going to change overnight. No. It's just not. Like, even if you say, I have strong willpower, I have strong self-control. I'm never gonna cheat on her. If your entire puberty, teens, twenties, and some into thirties has been lived polyamorously, you're gonna cheat. You're yeah. gonna cheat because this is habitual, right? Right. And so we as women and girls, we're conditioned to. Be chaste and be modest and be virginal. Save yourself for the one. Meantime, he's out here fucking everything but holes in the walls. Man. Maybe some holes in the walls too. He man. didn't put a hundred thousand miles on that dick. <laughs> right. Mileage out the fucking yin yank. But you're only supposed to be waiting to save your vaginal walls for this worn down penis. So we're just, we're, we're fundamentally raised different mm-hmm. because of society. Yeah. Society says, this makes you a man. If you fuck a lot of women, you know, fuck them all as much as possible. But this makes you a good woman if you just relegate yourself to one man. And if not, don't sleep with more than five people before you get married because then you're a disgusting, dirty whore who doesn't deserve marriage or children. This is, these are the things that we're up against. So for women like myself and yourself who live outside of those parameters, it does become difficult if you actually want to date.
0: Yeah.
1: Because then you have to deal with, how, oh, you so good at this. How are you so good at this?
0: How many people you've been fucking? And it's like- Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you right there. <laughs> <laughs> I have never come across a man who was concerned about that after we, whatever happened between us. Like, I feel like if you are that concerned about that, I'm not the one for you. You need to go on and find you a virgin and just deal with that on your end because I have never met a man And I know that they are out there, but I have have never experienced a situation where a man was, has, first of all, somebody did ask me my body count. And I was just like, why do you care? Like, why? I don't care about yours. Why do you care about mine? I care about what's about to go down
1: right at this very moment. And if you're telling me that that's going to stop this shit from popping off, you've got my hopes up because now I, I can't even in good faith have sex with you now.
0: Nope. Because I feel like it ruined it. When you ask that, not only have you ruined it, but you're also the person that if we did have sex, you would go back and tell everybody.
1: Uh, I think maybe two, we've had different experiences because that is a very juvenile question. And it was asked a lot in high school. So if you weren't fucking in high school, then it's not, I mean, why would anybody ask you that? Right.
0: I was right.
1: I, there was no shame in my game. Like I didn't give a fuck. I didn't, I didn't care I because why shouldn't I find out what I like and what I don't
0: like? Right. And that's, but that's the whole point is that, I mean, we can take that back to dating, not even just like sex, but you date people to find out what it is that you like and what you don't like and what you want and what you don't want. A lot of times you date people and you're like, okay, he was cute, but Mm -hmm. that's not for me. Like his, his, his personality and my personality, we don't jive and that's what it is. But that's, that's the point of dating is finding, finding out what you like. And not, so you don't have yourself in a situation where, you know, I always say this, Sunita, where people are doing the group text thing um, and you're doing the same shit with everybody. Everybody don't like the same stuff. That's not that's not how it goes. Mm-hmm. So like you doing the group text sex and the group text dating, like, you know, like it was so funny because I remember uh, somebody was like, they wanted to take me out because they, they wanted to take me to the pool hall. And I was like, I don't play pool. Well, I'll teach you, but I don't really want to learn. Right, that's not your thing. That's not my thing. But that's where you take all the girls. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like that's uh, that's what you yes. do with all the girls. So that that's that's your go-to date. But I don't want to do that. So what are we doing?
1: I listen. I've <laughs> asked, I've actually had people act like they were interested in the same things as me, only to find out years later they hated doing those things. And I just, I feel like dating, this is what keeps people unevenly yoked. Mm -hmm. That term's kind of cringy, but because of where it comes from. (laughs) But when you're truly aligned with someone, you're not forcing yourself to like the things that they like. Like, I'll give you an example. There was a guy who complained, and this happens a lot in the dating world, where guys complain about the previous people that they have dated, what those women liked and how they just weren't into those things. So there was this guy who claimed he was interested in me and he told me that he thought flowers were nonsensical, like as gifts, they're just going to die. So it's stupid, but you know, everyone that I've dated likes flowers. So I got them for them. So I said, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not really a flowers person. I love books. Out of, Consistently, let me do the math in my head. Out of the six years he was supposedly interested in me, do you think that he ever bought me a book once? But you had an issue with flowers and you had an opportunity to do something different and you didn't. So I think a lot of times with dating, people get used to a certain thing, but then they complain about it. Yep. And then when they're presented with something different, they don't know how to behave. So they, their go-to, you know what I got for my birthday one year? Flowers. You knew that I liked books. You yep. know this. And I know some people will go so far, this is kind of, kind of sidebars. They'll go so far as to say, well, I do not know what book to get you because I don't know what you read. You act like gift certificates don't exist. Right. Barnes and Noble still exists. Amazon exists. There is a there's actually a lot of black owned, black run online bookstores yep. that have gift certificates. Like there's no excuse. Yeah, when it I, comes
0: I, to dating, people I, will be making excuses. But I think that people are just lazy now. Yes. I think that the the ID, technology and has made everything, you have everything in your hand you have access to so many men and so many women at your fingertips at all times it's just it's out of it's completely and totally out of pure laziness that you don't even get to you y'all are dating people that you don't even get to know like you don't yes. know nothing about these people and you are dating these people you date people you don't even really like yeah that part too like it's, it's, and I, and i and i think that once i felt like and this is me being old school is that i went i once i felt felt like i didn't have to be obligated to be polite to politely turn niggas down when i was just yes. like delete 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 i think my life got so much better and yes. once because i don't i don't want to talk to you i don't I'm not interested like i'm completely and totally not interested Why do I have to continue to have this conversation with you? I don't, I can block you. I don't, I don't have to continue this. You're, you're hundred percent right. I'm
1: going to say this and then we can move towards wrapping up, uh, episode 11. Of course, give your input. Um, this is the happiest I've been relationship wise in my entire life. And we're going to get to why I'm so happy in our last, you know, our last episode that closes out this romance segment, but I am legit worry-free. I don't, I'm not attached to anyone romantically. I'm not looking to be attached to anyone. My life, I don't feel like there's something missing in my life either. Mm -hmm. Like I have the friends that I currently have that I'm closest to at this very moment. Like I would like to spend my money on y'all bitches. Right. You know, you like you guys are great dating. It doesn't, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Yeah. And I think it's because I, I've gotten to the point where it was like, to me, I would like to date with a purpose if I date. Yes. I don't want to do the same things that I was doing in high school. And for anyone listening, yes, I do think it's immature that at my big age, I'll be 43 this year that there are people who want to say, let's just see where this goes. No, I have a very productively busy life. I work full-time. I'm a full-time mother. I am a full-time student. I'm on two different podcasts and I have a personal life outside of that too. Listen, do you understand if you guys ever see me dating again in life, This person is like fucking phenomenal. I have truly made space for this person. Yeah. Because as of today, this isn't even bitterness at all. It's just I'm in a good place, and I'm not willing to disrupt that. Taking a chance to see if you're worth dating.
0: Right. I always my take on it. Well, and you know you've heard me say this. I've said this to people. Um, I you know. I have a good time with my people. I'm, you know, I have guy friends that are truly my friends. I have, you know, I hang out with my people, but I have yet, and I'm yet, because I'm optimistic that, you know, the the universe is going to set it out for me, but I have yet to meet somebody who I would like to disturb my peace for. I am at peace right now. I'm in a good place, uh, the best place I probably have been in quite some time. I'm all right with me. I enjoy myself. I'm again like you, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Um it kind of is what it is, and so you know, again, if y'all see me out here, hit this is this is when you know it's real. If you see a man's face with me in the picture. <laughs> On my Instagram, oh, bitch, I'm married. Like you, <laughs> it's it's going down all the way. Like, but um, until then, yeah, I'm good. I'm super good, super duper good. And uh, you know, it just is what it is. And so you know, dating is what it is. I, you know, we need to drain the pool. Um, yes. have somebody come and clean it out. And then refill it, but I don't know if I'll be around to see that. And right now, I'm tired of that of the dating pool. I'm tired of the dating pool. So I'm good. I'm good on it.
1: Very much so. Yeah, I you know we talk about dating. And just a heads up, we're We're going into the next phase next week. Yes. So thank you for listening. And come back next week so you can hear you can hear what we have to talk about and we're going to have a a special guest on too yes
0: i love it when we have special guests on their favorite sometimes but yeah thank you guys again episode 11 thank you for rocking with us for 11 episodes um if you want to subscribe to outside voice inside you can do so on a spotify Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Also, please take the time to follow us on Instagram and to follow us on Twitter at OVI Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OVI Podcast. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And thank you for listening to Outside Voice